Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to M-Class Podcast. Oh my god, it's fucking Family Feud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's Jock Jams. It's always Jock Jams in this house, baby. Jock Jams! Dude. So, ladies and gentlemen... This is M-Class Podcast, the show where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media. We dissect it, we talk about it, we make all types of crass humor jokes that you laugh at, and then you give us your money. <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's exactly how it goes every time. I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Josh. And uh, this is our 50th episode of M-Class Podcast. Oh my Podcast. god. Did you get me? What's the, what is 50? What's 50? Diamonds? Gold. Gold? 50 Ugh. is gold. What's 25? Silver and yeah. diamond is like 75? Yeah. Once we get to the 75th issue, we will both die in our sleep. Oh, good. <laughs> It'll be finally over. Good. Oh my god, finally. <laughs> I can rest. And I just vanish like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this episode is very special because we're going to be talking about uh, the TNG episode Darmok. Oh my god damn, I love it. Which we definitely planned for and it didn't just end up that way. <laughs> yeah, we definitely are, are smart thinkers ahead of things and yeah, planners. Yeah, this is not a special episode, everybody. It's not special at all. It's just a normal one. So, uh, this is, like, I guess some behind-the-curtain Wizard of Oz, how the sausage is made. Uh, usually, last year we did a, uh, we did a April Fool's joke. Yes, we're not gonna tell you what episode that was, so that people will still fall for it, like they still do. And we didn't do one this year, and I had an idea, but we didn't have, like, time to do it. I thought we could, like... (laughs) <laughs> do an episode and then just talk about like some other show. I thought that would be funny, like yeah. Longmire or something. Yeah, we but did that on uh, Rider Club Radio. We just started talking about Power Rangers instead of Common Rider. <laughs> totally different show. Yeah, that show's dead. You can still listen to it. It's up. <laughs> no, I mean like those two shows are. Super oh yeah, different. there's one guy on one of them and then there's six on the other. <laughs> Duh. And sometimes <laughs> there's uh. Uh, another one? There's a secret one? Yeah, sometimes. Right? Are you counting the white ranger? Oh, yeah, that's six. Oh, he's the six. Yeah. Anyway. Isn't there less than six of them, though? There's 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 five five of them. them. Sometimes there are three, and then, like, one or two will join afterwards, but that's real rare. Yeah, when they go into, like, space and shit, there's, like, two of them. Power Rangers sucks. Right? Yeah, like Power I, Rangers is dumb. Like, yeah. Uh, if you want to watch the first good season. Power Rangers, you can watch Super Sentai, which is like a kung fu movie, but with Power Rangers stuff. It's pretty good. But Tommy's not in it. Good. <laughs> but Jason's not in it. Did you know Jason became a paramedic? I did know that. Do you know that Tommy became a uh, tap-out sponsored fucking douchebag that acts like an asshole everywhere I he think goes. I, I think I, I was at a thing with him. Uh, one of the things I did, he was at. I think I don't remember what it was. But uh, I didn't meet him or anything, but I, he was there. The last time I saw him at a convention, he stood up on a table and started uh, chanting his own name. 
Tommy? Yeah. He started did he say Tommy or did he say whatever his dumb real name is? Uh, nobody cares he about. said his dumb real name. And, and people started chanting it because fucking, you know, people. What are you going to do? And uh, <laughs> it got so loud and disruptive that every security guard in the center came by and forced him to get off his desk. And they had to take yeah, him back to, and give him though. a talk about it. Dude, try to fucking <laughs> subdue that guy. He'll fucking morph and kill you. He's got <laughs> Go fucking call the dragon zord and you'll be Beep, done. Boo, boo, He'll play his fucking flute knife and kill you. <laughs> Your fucking convention center is destroyed yeah. by the dragon zord. Eat shit. EGLX or anyway, whatever it fuck was. fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, if you're listening... Become a patron or fuck off. Those are your choices. He is. He already is a patron. He's a patron? How could he not be? Uh, w- today we're going to be talking about the TNG episode from season five, episode two, called Darmok. Oh my god. I don't even... I think we're done. That's it. That's The episode's great. We did it. <laughs> it's, it's one of the best episodes of television. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, it's like studied. It's so good. Like, this uh, episode was written by Joe Minoski, who wrote um, other episodes of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, 36 episodes of Voyager, unfortunately. That sucks that he had to do that to make money. <laughs> uh, a lot of his TNG episodes... Oh, my God, he fucking wrote Masks? Okay, this is a oh, fluke. Oh, he wrote Masks? He's the best guy! This guy's a fucking... This episode's a fluke. How did he write this? Well, it was Philip Lazebnik who actually yeah. wrote it. He wrote Matt, but he also wrote First Contact, which is a good episode. Yeah. Also, uh, like, eight other people wrote that, so... Oh, did... Oh, yeah, with Mark oh, Scott Zickery. Uh Philip Lazebnik also worked on the scripts for the Disney films Pocahontas and Mulan. Oh, good! So that's good. <laughs> Is there good? Mo- well, Mulan's a good movie. I haven't seen Pocahontas since I was a kid. So I don't not. like Pocahontas because like the end is. I've never seen it, but the end is bullshit because that lady died on a boat from like some English white person disease. Yeah, and she also married a different white guy. <laughs> Wait, did she marry John Smith? No, she married another guy named John. But oh, John John A Smith, not John B Smith. No, his name is not Smith. Like apparently, like. In the real story, the real thing that happened, John yeah, Smith was an adult, and she was 12 fucking years old, so yeah. they did not get married. She I ended mean, up getting married to a different white guy when she was 17. I mean, they were doing all kinds of weird shit like that back then, so... True. And she lived in England for a while, but then like on a boat to go see her people again, she died yeah. of white people disease. Yeah, she got like fucking yellow fever or some shit, which yeah. like killed you instantly back then. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, beyond those, this episode was uh, directed by Winrick Colby. That's a real name and not at all a fake name. His name is Winrick Ernst Rudolph <laughs> Colby. <laughs> Man, which he's is like a butler. It's is he like a butler? The, it's like the name of a guy who died in the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> General Winrick Colby at but, the Battle of Bull Run. But uh, he was born in the Netherlands while it was occupied during World War II. 
Okay. He worked on all four Star Trek spinoff series, and he was in Vietnam, which he drew from the experiences of when he directed The Siege of AR-558 for Deep Space Nine. Oh, that's great. I did not know. That's very interesting. How interesting. Here's a real fun fact for you. That was Uh, just a warm-up fun fact. That was the warm-up. This is a real one. Uh, Colby... Uh, made the tabloids, got a little bit tabloid famous. Does he like getting shoved up vaginas too? No. Uh, well, everybody loves that, but he's, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. um, he started dating Captain Catherine Janeway, Kate Mulgrew, which right oh, after yeah? she got divorced. Oh boy. And he their, jumped right in. Their relationship ended when Mulgrew got engaged to her, uh, second husband. Uh, however, Colby well, was still married mu- during all this. Well, that would pretty much end your relationship, <laughs> the engagement. Yeah. To not d- you. <laughs> it didn't... The fact that he was married didn't end his relationship with Kate Mulgrew. Uh, maybe he's got some kind of Netherlands open relationship thing. Who knows? Maybe. He looks <laughs> like that type of guy. He's got, like, a mullet and a mustache, so... Oh, party in the front and party in the back. <laughs> Anyway, this is your John Larroquette fun fact of the week. <laughs> Kate Mulgrew will date a married man. Fuck it. I, I kind of I kind of assume she would. Oh she's yeah, she's redhead, right? Yeah, she's redheaded. They're they're crazy, dude. They're they're nuts. We'll do anything. I'll date anything. <laughs> anything? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I mean, legally. Okay. That makes like, a big difference. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I needed to say that, but I guess I will. I won't. As long as you're not going to date my cats, I'm fine with it. No, I'm going to date your cats. I'm going to date you, and you're married. So, I mean, every Wednesday we have a date. I That's mean, every true. other Wednesday. We got a Star Trek <laughs> date. Yeah. Um, Go to bed, Jeff's wife. Get out of here. Her name is Crystal. She's in one. She's about it. tired of being Jeff's wife. I've heard. I don't know. Well, some people don't like. Some people don't like to yeah. have their name said. So that's uh, why. At Sorry, this point, Crystal. At I this point, know. she's listening to it. Like, oh my god, shut the fuck up, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> we but, both are thinking that. <laughs> she. Uh, look, I'm never gonna. You fucking can both get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um. Because I always say my wife all the time. Yeah, but you say it like, uh, like, uh, my wife. My wife, yeah. I always say my wife, and she's like, you should probably use my name, right? And I'm like, sure, I'll do that. Yeah, I just, I know some people don't like to. I tried to keep it a secret that I was married to begin with. Yeah. And, because I didn't want people bothering her. Yeah. um, That's, yeah. I was uh, I was on an, another podcast and one of my friends came on to guest the, like the very first time he was on and he was like what about your wife Jeff and you're like great thank you and I was like well all right I guess people know now whatever yeah and now that we've gone down that winding pointless story let's talk Thanks, a Kate little Mulgrew. bit about this episode before we hop into it Josh front load this episode what do you think of Darmok? It's the greatest episode of uh, of the decade that it was made in, of any television, probably. Oh, yeah, this is 1991, Easily. so we were stepping right into the 90s. Uh, it's probably... It's considered, like, the best Star Trek gener- Next Generation episode, uh, although some people will argue that there's better ones. Uh, it's all down I to personal it. taste at that point, but this yeah. is... 
I don't. I think it's almost impossible to watch this episode and not put it like at least in your top or second slot. It's yeah. I mean, it's easily top three, like solidly top three, right? Like, oh yeah. You could probably pick like one or two others that maybe you like better or whatever. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing that this episode doesn't do. It's great. This is like distilled Star Trek. This is like yeah. the essence of Star Trek. This is like if Star Trek was like a fine bourbon that's been just like aged, you know? I don't know. How do they do that? What do they do with they that? They put it in, Age a, it in a barrel for like a hundred years, right? Yeah. It's like a hundred year bourbon. It's goddamn immaculate. Oh my god. I would it's love like to take a nice sip of the episode Darmok right now. Fuck, we should make some Darmok bourbon. I bet we could make like fucking Darmok and Jalad bourbon. <laughs> just no context to that. Just we just wanted to make it. It's it's an analogy, get it? It's bourbon at Eladrell is what we'll call it. <laughs> Eladrell. Eladrell is a really cool name. It is a really cool name. Apparently it's Eladrell 4. I didn't know that. Oh, that's where they're on. That's the planet they're yeah. on. Yeah. But uh, I go back and forth between this and The Inner Light as being my favorite episode of Star Trek ever. Yeah, it's really tough to to pick between the two of them. Um, like, really, Darmok is a better representation of Star Trek, though. Yeah, yeah I think... I, I, yeah, I would say Inner Light is probably a better written story. Um, but this is a better Star Trek written episode, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that, though. I said it, and it didn't feel right. It's it's hard. It's, like, impossible yeah. to choose. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not the greatest at picking favorites anyway. I'm really good at just, like... And I'm sure people have wanted to call me out before, because one episode I'll be like, this is my favorite. And then the next right. one I'll completely contradict that shit. Yeah, but that just means that this show is good, because you can yeah. watch it and be like, no, this is my favorite, right? You're, like, living in the moment. Like I'm, I'm really quick to just throw out an answer because people hate it when you're like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to like tiptoe around it. We're doing a podcast that comes out every Wednesday. We gotta make decisions. We gotta be firm. <laughs> we gotta be resolute. We gotta be hard. We gotta be firm. We gotta, gotta be, be erect. Turgid. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be full of cum. Young and dumb. <laughs> So, so, this episode is great. It's, there's no tiptoeing around it. It's fucking immaculate. Yeah. It's yeah. top three of every list of the best episodes of Star Trek, unless you're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're a big dumb dummy. Yeah, which you're not, because no. you're listening to this. So, good job. A lot of you don't share our opinions on Star Trek. And Who doesn't? Uh, everybody has been very respectful with their opinions, which is wild considering how abrasive we are on this show. <laughs> I'll fight them. <laughs> Who uh, doesn't like this one? This uh, everybody likes. Name this one. names. <laughs> everybody fucking. Oh my god, he named names. Make me a list. I'll deal with it. Oh god. <laughs> Josh McCarthy over here. Um, <laughs> well, hold trials. 
The uh, nobody said that this episode isn't great. I've never heard that. You'd have to be okay, brain good. dead to think that. Thank God, I was gonna lose more faith in humanity. But there are people who like we talk about some random episode and they have like different opinions than us. That's fine. Everybody's sure. been very respectful with it. But like I said, I've never heard a single person say anything negative about this episode. It's great. There's nothing to say. There are. <laughs> like questions that arise that are fun to think about. Like, okay, how did they create this language that's based entirely on metaphors before the things happened that the metaphors are based? Well, on? the metaphor would just change like the language changes. Like we never, we didn't always call bananas bananas before we knew what a banana was, right? That, that does make sense. The question becomes like, at, like languages always form slowly over time. Yeah, is it like? How do you have the words... Oh, I guess that's a fucking regular question about anything. Like, where do the words yeah, come from? Yeah, where do the words come from? Yeah. I mean, that's just any word. It always like, it goes back to the same problem as any and, language. Yeah. <clears throat> and sometimes, like, you can know exactly where the word comes from in some cases. And sometimes you there's some gray area where you're like, well, they were using it here. And then they were saying, like, a similar thing over here for it, you know. Like, there's, it's just super complicated. What's, I think, fascinating about this society is that, like, their education system is just story time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, go to school and learn stories. Like, amazing. That would be fucking amazing. You, you know there's some fucking, like, one of the children of Tama that's like, I don't want to learn about fucking <laughs> Darmok. Darmok and Jalad at... <laughs> But He's how does farts. he tell people he he doesn't want to learn about Darmok? You gotta He's learn gotta, it yeah, to tell yeah. people. You gotta learn a story about yeah. It's it's words though. Like I don't remember learning how to speak to you. I I just remember yeah. knowing how to do it. Do you really? I remember I got up from my crib, I put on my suit jacket, yeah, and okay. I said, "Today I will learn words." <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Jeff? I believe it. <laughs> My voice actually, when my voice changed, it became less deep and manly. And then your mom was in the other room, and she's like, Go to bed, Jeff! I will return to my crib and my slumber once my (laughs) thirst for knowledge has been slaked. Sate my thirst for knowledge, books. And then you, like, picked up a book and read it. The book floated across the room with (laughs) my my psychic giant brain powers. You're like a Jedi. (laughs) You're like the kid from the Twilight Zone who wishes things. I was. I was like Shit. I was like the Telosians. I had this giant pulsating brain oh, head when I was man. a baby. I knew you were a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how weird. I thought you were I just into you were weird just... sex shit, but <laughs> I thought you were just a lizard man, but turns out you're a freak. <laughs> Not like a lizard man. That'd be normal. That's more normal than what you are, Freako. Oh my god, it's starting to hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'll just crush your head psychically. Mm. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. As you did that, a thing fell off of my table. Good work. <laughs> I Good did that, Good fucking dude. job. I did, did that. that. Nice work. So, <laughs> we'll take a break real quick, and we'll be back to jump directly into the episode, Darmok. I feel like this is going to be a quick one. Yeah. Because it's so fucking good. But, I don't uh, know how much we can suck this episode's dick for another hour. <laughs> dude, my jaw is limber and ready. Oh. Uh, we will be right back after these messages. Oh my. A savage kidnapping. You're holding our captain. I want him released. 
and Picard is forced to play a dangerous game of survival. No! Now there is only one way to bring him back alive. It's going to take me at least a full day to do it. Captain Picard could be dead by then. And it could lead to a full-scale war. Stand by to fire, Mr. Ward. We cannot survive another hit. Deadly encounter on another exciting episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. And we're back. Hopefully uh, you purchased that good or service and we can keep the lights on here at Satellite M. Yeah, we we don't, we just use one light. <laughs> I used an S. Get out of here. Huddle around it. It's no. where our heat comes from, too. It's also the pee area, so. Oh, we were supposed to pee in the corners. You fucked it. Oh, like, is that what animals do? They pee in the corners? Yeah, like oh. us, animals. Is this like a Harry Potter rules? Can we just piss our pants and then, like, teleport the it away? Yeah, the replicator just, like, vaporizes it out of our crotch areas. Wasn't that, like, the most important addition to the Harry Potter lore? I totally get why people get mad at her. Like, I totally get it. Like, I love, she's going it's so hilarious, though. Like, that one's, like, kind of funny and shit. And, like, the other one's, like, I don't care. Like, Dumbledore's gay. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, I get it. I get, like, the, did we need to... It's like the two dicks thing. Did we need two dicks? I don't know. Did, did we? we need to know that they poop in the hallway? <laughs> Disapparate <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, like, did we... Is that adding... Is that really adding to the story, Mr. Mr. George Lucas? I mean, Where did they send it? J.R.R. J.R.R. What's her name? Now what I don't remember. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling, thank you. Yeah. Um, where did they send it to? Was the it just a giant fucking pile of shit outside that they sent it to? I guess it's magic, so it just goes nowhere. It just goes, right? I like, guess who cares? Yeah, once you start looking at the rules of the universe a little too closely. Yeah. They don't have, like, entropy, and the laws of conservation don't apply, right? Like, there's no, like... There's no, like... Uh, like second law of physics. Yeah, there was like <laughs> right. literally nobody was reading those books going like, man, I wonder what they did before they broke down and got indoor plumbing. <laughs> Why isn't Hermione shitting? Like, everybody's got a shit, bro. Hermione, take a dump, you're cranky. <laughs> People watched like a hundred thousand seasons of the Brady Bunch and they didn't have one toilet in that fucking house and yeah, nobody they cared. Have, they didn't have a bathroom. They had the bathroom, but there was a bathtub and no toilet. That was what the bathroom was. Because it was, was un uncouth to show the toilet, right? Yeah, that's Couldn't where people put their butt and poop that's comes where out. Butts and vaginas and peepees go. Can't and show it on All TV. types of liquids and solids come out of those things. Yeah, we don't need to period. be showing that on national television. Period blood. <laughs> so the Enterprise D. Yep, the, is the one. Is on a mission to meet the children of Tama. Uh, alternately Coolest name. They're alternately called the Tamarians. Less cool of a name. We learned that the Tamarians have met the Federation several times over the last hundred years, but um, nobody can communicate with them. Yeah, I would like to, like, <laughs> J.K. Rowling a story about the first time people run into the Tamarians. Like, and it's just like Kelsey Grammer as the cat back captain, and he's like, "I don't know what the fuck they're saying." And it's like they just, they just leave. <laughs> I'm sure that's what happened. Where they came up and they were like, "Hey, we're the Federation, and we we see that you're out here in space. We want to like establish some diplomatic relations." And they were fucking like 
Shaka when the walls fell, and he was Niles at the station. (laughs) I don't know what that means, so bye. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like what they do here. They're kind of just like, I don't know, man. But the Temerians, like, they got a plan, man. They're ready. They're ready for for, uh, normalized relations. Yeah, that's another fun question to ask, is like, what is going on with the Temerians? They're probably tired of of nobody knowing what the fuck they're saying, right? Probably. Nobody in the galaxy knows what the fuck these people are talking about. I mean, they've met the Federation, like, I think they say seven times over the last hundred years. What changed for this time that made them go to such, like, desperate lengths in order to establish some type of communication? Well, is it desperate, though? That's the thing. Like, maybe this is just, like, what they do to their children, even, right? Maybe, like, to teach their kids, like, cooperation, they send them on these, like, uh, like, trials and, like, go out in the woods survive like Leonidas, right? I guess guess it could have been, like, that they didn't know how desperate it was going to seem, like, because they're like, oh, we'll just go down there, I'll give him a knife, we'll kill kill the monster, we'll understand each other, it'll (laughs) be fine. Yeah, we'll do but, we'll do some hunting. We'll spawn. We'll do some manly hunting together. But as it turns out, the space monster is invisible and electrified. <laughs> so Dathan gets things. fucked, wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> if it was one of those things, it'd be bad enough. But it's yeah, <laughs> every time they stab him, they're like, bah! and the knife turns like hot and shit. Like yeah. fuck that shit, man! I'm not stabbing this thing. <laughs> Why didn't you bring phasers? Yeah. Why don't you bring a bigger knife called a sword? Yeah, the yes. small little, like, jagged knife was a bad choice, I think. It's Yeah. Like, pick, a, like, a club, maybe? I don't know. Something. Do something. There is, there's a great Star Trek moment where they try to communicate with one another, and they're both trying their hardest. That's pointed out. Like, they both really want this communication to go through, but there's just this barrier that seems completely insurmountable. There's really good moments, like, because they're on the ship at this point, talking over the screen, right? Mm -hmm. There's there's really good moments where there's silence, like, there's just, like, confusion. Like, and you don't get a lot of that in, like, a television show, just, like, quiet, right? Oh, yeah. Like, it's supposed to always be something happening. Uh, But there's, like, kind of some silence and, like, the the actors do a good job of like, uh, you know, not not being too like hammy. Although it does kind of like in the beginning, get a little like, why don't they know how to deal with this, right? But they're just like flummoxed by it. They're like, I have no idea. Oh yeah, what the fuck I mean, these idiots are saying. Even that they're completely flummoxed, <laughs> which is a great word by the way. Even when it they're sounds... completely flummoxed, the <laughs> they're like little sparks of thought that become important later. Like when Data says that they're obviously using the proper nouns of people and places, but they don't know why. Right. You'd have to know the story, right? And we don't. Right. That becomes a problem as time goes on. The question, I think, like, another question would be, like, how do they know all these things that happen on other planets? I guess they just, like, hear about it or something? Yeah, maybe that was the weird thing, is when Data and Counselor Troy find out that, like, um, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra happened on some other planet out there somewhere. Chantel 3 or some shit like that. I mean, I guess maybe they collect stories. Maybe they're, like, collectors, right? Like That's cool. Maybe they send out, like, their exploration is, like, 
not exploring the galaxy so much, but exploring, like, much like the Federation, like, exploring cultures, but then they collect their stories. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That would they make a like lot a, of sense as a well. A library for, race, yeah. Um, especially with how much Captain Dathan loves the story, as Picard tells oh my God, him later yeah, on. It's, which, dude, the guy who plays him, I don't know what his name is. He's lovable as fuck. Yeah, I wanna, he's just... A I want to cuddle guy. that guy. <laughs> um, he's played by Paul Winfield, is the guy's name. Who Paul um, Winfield. You might recognize as Captain Terrell, the guy who shoots himself to death in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Oh, it's him! Yep. Oh, man! Isn't that awesome? I didn't How know that shit either. Interesting. <laughs> that Yeah, now I see it. Now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. He's a he's a great actor. Like he gets so much across by saying the same lines over and over and over again. Yeah, he does a great job. Wow. But wow. Um, <laughs> at a certain point, the captain Dathan starts uh, arguing with his first officer. They're just yelling names of places and people, and nobody knows what the fuck they're saying. But obviously, the first officer like sort of relents, and he gets a little dressing down. He gets his knife taken. <laughs> yeah, which is like. Get hand in your badge and gun. <laughs> and he tells him, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. And the guy's like, ugh. Shaka. <laughs> when the walls fell. <laughs> and uh, then fucking Dathan and Picard get transported off the yeah. ship. Yeah, and everyone's like, fuck, it's happening again. This happens we, all the time. We gotta get him back. We gotta get him back. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that the Temerian vessel is projecting some sort of a field in the ionosphere of the planet that mm. keeps them from using transporters or communications with Picard. Can't talk so to him and can't beam him out. Bad. But, this is not good. But they can scan. Like Right, they can the, see it. So... Like, the scattering field has to be specifically tuned to allow them to scan, because otherwise right. it would block everything. Right. So everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah, why are they, what's going on? And Worf's like, it's combat, they're going to kill each other. Yeah, <laughs> he automatically knows, right? <laughs> He's like, fucking, remember that episode of TOS? <laughs> M-Class Podcast did it last week. <laughs> it's very similar to this scenario. I bet there's a Gorn down there. <laughs> they only have one dick. Pathetic. <laughs> Pathetic. It's Picard, great. like, uh, he watches the Temerian captain who walks up to him and holds the knife out at him, and he says, yeah. you know, Darmok and Jalada Tanagra, and... Picard's like, I won't fight you. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm a civilized English man who's French in this show. <laughs> For I seemingly no reason. Because we needed a different thing. French people are also a thing. <laughs> the, <laughs> they're also a thing. They're people that a, too, I guess. That award-winning Star Trek writing. <laughs> I, I'm told that they're people, but my people hate them traditionally. But we've gotten over it in recent centuries. What World a traitor to the English. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same fucking thing, dude. All those people are, are the same shit. They came from the same fucking place. We all did. Yeah, but especially them, dude. It's true. They just hate um, each other because they're, like, too similar. 
That's true. It's like every time Riker meets somebody who's the same as him. Yeah, he gets mad. And he's like, damn it. Damn it, I hate myself. I mean him. I'm the biggest swinging dick around these parts. (laughs) I'm the biggest swinging single dick around these parts. (laughs) My dick is twice the size of Worf's two dicks put together. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Alaska. The biggest state of dicks. So, um, Worf, like Josh said, Worf says, you know, it's a it's a battle between champions, yeah, their yeah. captain and ours. Which is like, like arena, right? Like, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, like we're doing arena again, sure. And, uh, I love that throughout this whole episode, Troy seems aggravated with Worf. Every time yeah, he says she, something, dude. she's like, oh, okay, so that's just a guess. We don't yeah. know. What happened? Did they get in an argument? Are they dating at this point? They're like, not what dating is going at this on? point, but like he's, he's definitely straight up like fucking let's kill him, and she's like, no, uh, let's figure out something. Come on, Warp. Yeah, she, I noticed that too. She's like, like eye rolls him, dude. Like yeah, hard a little eye bit. Rolls him. It's like damn, dude. But like eye rolled. Right. That's why it takes him so long to start dating. <laughs> Uh, like, Riker uh, hails up the Temerian first officer, who is kind of a dickhead. Like, you can tell, even though he's just saying the same phrases as Captain Dathan, it's delivered in such a way. I wouldn't be surprised if this guy was a Ferengi. (laughs) If he was a Ferengi? You mean, like... Like, like the guy who played him. Oh, yeah, no, I think he he might have been. He might have been. Let me look that up. I'll tell you. There's some of the early Ferengis who are more like skeevery, like skeevy oh, Ferengis. I can't, I can't, I can't look it up. Oh no! Why? Oh, no. What's happening? Um, the the link for first the first officer, which is his name, just takes you to the page for first officer. Oh, that's helpful. Thank you. Thank you, website. <laughs> um, but anyway, a first officer is the first officer of a starship. Great, but. Uh, Riker has a plan. He's like, look, uh, they obviously have some reason to be teleporting our captain to the surface. Yeah. They haven't fired on us. There doesn't seem to be any, like, hostility. So I'm going to bet that we'll send a shuttlecraft down to get our captain, and they won't fire on it. They got no yeah. fucking balls. He's pokering, dude. He's like, yeah. my, 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 my poker face. <laughs> and that's what he says. And then he gets in the shuttle. He makes Worf do it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he's right? like, Worf, you do it. <laughs> Yeah, it works like good. I will, because <laughs> I'm st- in this episode too. I want to get paid today. <laughs> I'm v- very angry today. <laughs> um, yours is a little closer. Mine's a little more drac. It is a little drac. I'm gonna get a little drac over here. But I love drac. I'm fine with that. I love you too, Jeff. <laughs> Wow, Drac's here, everybody. Fucking Drac. He's been in our ice cream vault for fucking months now. Junky monkey. <laughs> but uh, back on Eladrell, uh, Picard and Captain Dathan are trying to talk, uh, but they still can't because Dathan's talking in fucking hibbity-jibbity language. <laughs> and, but he gives, <laughs> Picard, he gives Picard one of his knives, and he keeps uh, mentioning yeah. Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. Yeah. And Picard says, no, I won't fight you. He throws he, the knife back at him. He throws the like, knife back at take him. Take the knife, yeah. And Captain Dathan says, Shaka, when the walls fell. Yeah, which means, like, fuck. This It means sucks. we <laughs> failed. Yep. 
we're, we're it's failure or death. I guess it also means death later. Yeah, they're both like really frustrated at this point. And like, yeah, in a normal show, you would feel for Picard mostly in this. The right, other guy would be like inscrutable. You wouldn't get him, but you feel right. for him too. Yeah, you trying. don't. You kind of feel more frustrated at Picard. I do now, having seen it like. Oh yeah, times. like we know what it is now. Yeah, so we're like yeah. fucking wise up, Picard. Yeah, it's like, a story. Figure it the hell out. He does it without a computer, which is incredible. Oh, yeah. What he does is, like, super impressive. He's like a human fucking Rosetta Stone. Like, what the fuck, dude? How did you figure that shit out? Yeah, like, I couldn't do that shit. I'd be like, but, so, Shaka means these five things. Okay, got it. But, uh, like, Picard tries to make a fire, and Boy Scout training has completely left him. <laughs> he sucks at fire making. He can't do it. But um, Dathan does this thing, which I always found really interesting. Like, I love in Star Trek or any sci-fi where an alien being does, like, a ritual of theirs, and we're not let in on what it means. Yeah, it's cool, yeah. Like, he places these little metal pieces around him and does, like, a little three fingers on his forehead prayer on each of them. Yeah, yeah. and then he lays down to go to sleep, but Picard is chattering his teeth so loud. Yeah, he's like a icicle. He like turns into a frozen turkey because <laughs> Dathan's also hungry and he wants to eat turkey. He turns he turns into a big block of ice. <laughs> and it's a refrigerator, and he slides out of the refrigerator <laughs> like an old timey refrigerator. So Dathan um, picks up a branch and lights it on fire and throws it over. And he says, Timba, his arms wide. Yeah, and Picard's like, Timba, Timba. Tim- what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. But he, he says, thank you. And Dathan's like, I don't know what that fucking means. Yeah, Dathan's and sort he of goes like, to like, uh-huh. Like, yep, you got it. <laughs> and he goes to sleep. And then the dawn of the second day title card comes up. <laughs> Um, Majora's Mask, mask. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Worf takes the uh, shuttle down uh, with Ensign Kellogg, is the lady's name. (laughs) Ensign Kellogg. We didn't say the fun fact. We have another fun fact. Oh, go right ahead. We're not there yet, but uh, I'm going to shove this in here because she's not Ensign Kellogg. But uh, what's her name? What's her fucking. I don't know. Leffler. Leffler and the Lieutenant Leffler, Ensign Leffler is. I think Ashley she's Ensign. Yeah, Ashley Judd. It's the first Judd. time Ashley Judd did anything, apparently. Yeah, she's in um, uh, a couple episodes. She's in Darmok and the Game. Oh, the Game. Oh God. Yeah, she plays Wesley's love interest in oh, the man. Game. That's funny because that guy sucks and she's great. <laughs> Yeah, even in the episode, you could tell that they are very mismatched for looks. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, because he is a hack. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, he's you, an award-winning actor. <laughs> you can see what Ashley Judd grew up to look like, and then you can see what Will Wheaton grew up to look like. Yeah. Will Wheaton you, played Slimer, I think, in the new Ghostbusters? Uh, <laughs> no, that's just what he looks like. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, oh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm usually better about this. He's he's a real life Slimer. He's what Slimer was before he died. <laughs> now there's a theory for you. <laughs> but like they're taking uh, the shuttle down and like their communications breaking up, and uh, Riker's like, "Haha, fucking checkmate!" 
Yeah, he thinks like they're not gonna. They're like, we did it. We're getting through. Yeah, right. I got a full house checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> Folding like a house of cards. Checkmate. <laughs> Is that Brannigan? <laughs> and uh, but the Temerians uh, do fire on the shuttlecraft. However, yeah, they only disable the nacelle. Like perfect. Yeah, the one engine gets out. Yeah. Which makes them have to return to the Enterprise, and Riker's like, well, there's no way that, like, they attacked that precisely right. and meant to harm us in any way. Yeah. Which is one of those little things, like, there's a whole part of the fan base that hates Riker. We've talked about that before. Oh, yeah, well, he's the Kirk, right? He's yeah. this show's Kirk, so, of course. Uh, like, he gets that same sort of reputation where he's like a hot-headed asshole, like right. he doesn't think before he acts or whatever. But if that was true, he would have opened fire on Just the Temerians that, yeah, at that yeah. point because they opened fire on him. Why wouldn't right. he? It's it's totally uh, rational, right? It's like that's it's justifiable that yeah. you could defend yourself. But instead, he notices how precise of a shot it was, so he knows that there was no ill intent meant. Right. That takes a leap of faith that, like, nobody would do today in this world Not that we live today, in. Not today, no. But you're out there. You're, you've seen some shit. This is season five, right? We've seen a few things. Mm-hmm. We're a little more mature. Yeah, I, like, I don't know. Riker, Riker's really fucking smart. And I think oh, people yeah. don't like him because he's smart and he's cocky. And trust me, from experience, people don't like that. <laughs> No, people don't like you having confidence in yourself. It's yeah, it's very off-putting for lots of people for some reason. I don't like, know. Like I've noticed that like I talk about in supplemental M class material sometimes that I yeah. I gained self-confidence like in myself beyond just pretending like I had it very recently. Right, right, yeah. Like in yeah. the past like 4 or 5 years is when I got it. And when you got your second dick. Yeah. When it started growing, there was a little nub coming yeah. out, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And it eventually yeah. just a big old wiener flopped out of it. Like a, like Crazy. a blossoming flower. Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, there are some people that I know who do not yeah. take kindly to the fact that I'm confident in myself now. Yeah, people think it's rude, or they think you're a dick, and it's like, and I don't get it, people, man. Because I, I find it very attractive yeah. in everybody. I like that. Like, like, there's a difference between confidence and arrogance, and cockiness right, yes. is confidence. Arrogance is when you're right. like a I'm better than bitch yes. about it, you know? Yes, yeah. When you think you're better than somebody, yeah. like... For, for like no reason like I'm not gonna say like I don't think I'm better than people well, Riker doesn't ever <laughs> act like he's better than anybody right no he's he's a, a leader he's a trained leader so I love yeah. that man yeah he's great but and like I'd suck his dick <laughs> <laughs> he's uh Riker in true commander fashion in true leader fashion brings together all of his like top officers to talk about the problem he's kind of He's kind of freaking out at this point. Oh, yeah. He's like, fucking, I gotta get my cat. I gotta get Captain Picard. I gotta get my dad back. (laughs) I gotta get my dad back. If if Riker has one flaw, usually, it's that he, um, if anything, goes by the book too much. Right? Like, he, he feels like he needs to do something. He doesn't like to wait. He's not as patient as Picard. Where Picard would be. Yeah, Picard would be a little more like, well. 
we got to do something, but let's think a little more about it. But he's a little more antsy. It's about true. That. He's not as good under pressure as Picard is. Picard's a lot yes. more level-headed when he's under pressure. Like Riker. Yeah. Riker subdues his own impulses in this episode, but you can right. tell he really wants to solve the problem as fast as humanly possible because every second yeah. that ticks by could mean Picard's life. Right. And also, they're like in a weird stalemate. With the yeah. Tamarians that they're just locked in at this point. It, yeah, the, the language barrier being, like, extra frustrating. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever... I mean, there's been, been times where I've been talking to somebody who's, you know, from a different culture, and, like, I don't know what they're saying, and they're they're speaking to me as well as as they can, and I'm trying to communicate with them as well as I can or whatever, but it's got... it's There's a point when, like, you kind of just laugh, because you're just like, I don't know... I don't know how to communicate with you, right? It, like it's, it's, it's very, very frustrating for everybody. It's frustrating, it's like, yeah. It's why I have like like infinite respect for people who know more than one language that you've gone yeah. through that level of like I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, you broke through that barrier, right? That's like total respect yeah. to anybody that knows multiple languages. Like I'm American, I'm expected to only know one language and poorly <laughs> at that. So yeah. Thankful for that. Yeah. <laughs> I would, Flummox. I would love to learn another language, but I, I have, like, the shittiest brain for language learning. I took, like, five years of German, and I could I, I never could speak it, but I, I did get to a point where I could hear it, and I knew basically what was going on. Yeah. I couldn't speak German fluently, well, though. Like, I couldn't go into a situation and start talking yeah. to people. That's how I am with Spanish. Like, I can understand every other word. When somebody's yeah. speaking Spanish, so I can kind of get the gist. Spanish is tough. Spanish is tough because it's spoken so quickly. It's true. It's like, oh my god, like, I don't, I can't. The thing with speaking it, for me, was, like, conjugation of verbs. Yeah, that's the like, hardest part. Uh, and the th- you don't think about it, but if you don't conjugate correctly, it's basically like if you're talking to somebody and you're like, you want to tell them, can you hand me that vase? And instead, right. you say... Can you hand I right this vase? Right. <laughs> like Wait, you're so talking like a weird vase. caveman yeah. because you're not using the right yeah. conjugation. It sucks, man. I wish we just had the chips in our head. I'm fucking all for the chip oh, in yeah. my brain. Put it in Trace there. me. I want to learn. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> fuck it. Where am I going to go? Yeah, like fucking whatever. Trace me. Like you'll see a little blip <laughs> sitting in my house forever <laughs> oh the blip's jerking off again <laughs> that's what happens when you get your second shut dick. it down shut it down for a while <laughs> i could stand to watch a little more johnson <laughs> do it on your own time <laughs> hook up to the feet at your house <laughs> and then it's them watching him watching the- oh my god this is dystopian as fuck yeah unless you're into it then it's Which utopian <laughs> But, um, like, Riker sends Data and Counselor Troy to, like, figure out how to communicate with them. And he gives them, like, a yeah. hard deadline. He's like, I need to know something within a few hours. Like, yeah, he's he's very much like, we got to figure this out. You guys got to do it. So you get, like, a fun Data-Troy thing, which you don't usually get unless, like, Data's learning how to cry or something. Yeah, like he's trying to learn some emotion. He always goes to Troy about it. But it's nice to see them working together for an outside goal. Yeah. And it's 
It's funny that, like, they react to the difficulty of it completely different, where Data is very much, like, he's empathetic to her aggravation in it, which is very, like, it's one of those touches that lets you know that Data's becoming more human as the show goes along that they don't comment on. He does this thing, like, I mean, the actor is doing uh, a good job of him being, like, thoughtful like data like like you'd have like i started thinking about like uh why is data like uh furrowing his brow because he's thinking so data so data's programmed or he learned over the years like working with humans or whoever like you should make your face look like this because that means you're thinking right you know what i mean like in that way yeah Right, which is all we ever do. That's all any of us. Yeah, ever I mean, do, right? we learn to do this from seeing other people do it. Right, and it's why, like, yeah. if somebody doesn't have that sort of like interaction with people as they grow up, they're some like weird robot person to us because yeah. they don't do all the yeah. dumb shit we all do at each other. We don't under, yeah, they don't fall for the like. This is the this is the language of facial expressions we're speaking now, right? Like, this this episode is so deep. It's so simple. I, it, it's like one of those things where you're like, how can something so simple mean so much? It's oh, yeah. amazing. Like, I took a class in college probably based somewhat on how much I love this episode. Yeah. I took a linguistics course as one of my just, like, you're, you have to take a certain amount of general education courses. Right. Like, I took a linguistics course to understand... Cunning Linguistics 101. Yeah. <laughs> I took it to understand language a little bit better because, like, it probably the seed came from this episode, seeing it when I was younger yeah. and, like, wondering where language comes from. Uh, yeah. I met a lady named Crystal in that class. Is that your wife or is this another That is my wife. Crystal. So, Do you have two wives named Crystal? Is that a thing? Shut up, Josh. Did you multiplicity <laughs> your wife? Uh, so I probably have this episode somewhere Back in the back of my brain to thank for yeah. getting married. So thanks. Wow, that's the ultimate fun fact. Thank you, Darmok. <laughs> thank you, Captain Dathan. Dathan is you really responsible. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dathan. You got me laid thin. <laughs> that wasn't that good. That was alright, but <laughs> it was great the way you said it. But um. <laughs> Like they're they're figuring out that they're using names, proper nouns for everything. Yeah, and and they're like scanning like the sector, like all these different like cultures that exist in the sector or whatever, which is like a very big part. Oh of yeah, space. and the best part is like the computer is like, well, look up Darmok, and it's like oh, it's a king on this planet. It's a frozen yeah. dessert on this planet. Yeah. This long list. <laughs> Let's go there. Computer, take us to where the Darmoks are Holy served. Holy shit, that sounds great. Let's go check that out. <laughs> Fuck this mission, we're going to get Darmoks. But uh, they they do some cross-referencing. The, the secret, true way to gain knowledge. Cross-referencing, cross-referencing information. Which the computer could have probably just been like, are you looking for this? Yeah. Right? Because we have computers that do that. They didn't know about that <laughs> like, shit in 1991. <laughs> Like, we could say, like, Alexa, uh, find, uh, like, whatever, and you get it kind of right, and it's, like, playing, whatever, yeah. it knows, right? You, like, type in to, uh, Federation Google, Google. Darmok right. and Jalad right. at Tanagra. And it'll fucking find it. And it, it it'll says, do you mean yeah. the language of the Tamarians? 
And you're like, oh yeah, click on that shit. <laughs> Why didn't we look at this? That was a bit easier. But they learn a lot about the language just from cross-referencing. They gain a little insight into the fact that, uh, like uh, Josh was positing, that they might be storytellers. Yeah. They might be collecting stories in order to create their language. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we, we now know how it's put together, but we know absolutely none of the references. Don't know the stories. It's like going into a group of teenagers and they start throwing memes around. You don't know On what the fleek. fuck is happening in there. Yeah. I don't like to get memed at. It sucks. I'm not a big meme fan. It's embarrassing. Um... <laughs> like Jordy and uh, Ensign Ashley Judd <laughs> that's her name they, now, yes. they try to figure out a way to get through the dampening field with the transporters yeah because if they can get one beam down through it very concentrated then maybe they can get Picard out of there yeah so they're trying to like still work on that shield shit and multi-vectored mission accomplishments going on here. Yeah, it's like when you fill a balloon with too much air. <laughs> As the so like um, back on the planet, Picard and Dathan are like still just kind of sitting across from each other. Yeah, and well, no, like Picard wakes up and Dathan isn't there. Oh, that's right. He goes and looks at his trinkets, and he has like a sweet notebook. I oh guess? yeah, it's like a metal notebook, in. and it looks awesome. Cool. I kind of want one, but I don't know what I would do with it. I guess you would write little squigglies in it, and you would call it the Tamarian language. You know what I was wondering <laughs> though is what? Uh, is the Tamarian language the same written language the same as the spoken language? Yeah, I guess you would write out like. Yeah, yeah, because that's how. I mean, there I mean, have been historically languages that are like different written than they are spoken, and you have to right. learn Mayan, each of them differently. Yeah, yeah, Egyptian. Yeah. Even. Uh, so I, it's it, you mean, you're asking is it alphabetical? I don't. It's know. probably like representational. It could be like like pictog- the language. It could be pictures. Yeah, like yeah. pictographs. Yeah. yeah, it's probably that because like it would show an. In- yeah, it would make more sense if it was. It would show more of a story in a picture than a word could, right? Yeah. There's no reason why it would be alphabetical, like, in my opinion. Like, if I was the one that was, like, making the background information, like, if I was writing a novel about these characters, which a lot have been written. I think at least three novels have been written about the Temerians. About the children of whatever. The children of Tama. Children of the corn. Duh. Um... <laughs> But, like, Dathan runs around the corner, like, very comedically, going, Do I walk a gelata tanagra? Do I walk a gelata tanagra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives him a knife. He's like, take the knife, take the knife. And Picard's yeah. like, no, I'm, no. I'm yeah. too good for that. Yeah. I'm too good I'm for you, you, Dathan. And he's like, God damn it! Just take the knife! <laughs> He's like, we're fucking getting attacked by a predator. But then the pre- the Triceratops predator in the distance. <laughs> like The dino saucer. Starts <laughs> he starts roaring and Picard's like, I'll take that knife now. <laughs> yeah, he's so he's kind of getting what's going on. Picard's sort of like, okay. And then Dathan is like, uh, what does he say? Uh, is it Temba again? Yeah, Temba, no, his Temba. arm's wide. His wide, uh, his wide, and his arms closed, and he's kind of like showing him. He's like, "Look, we're gonna do this." Oh yeah, that like, happens like after the commercial break. We're about to oh, go what? to. We'll be right back. 
after these messages from our sponsor. Police Academy! This is Jones. Numbskull's robbing the bank. Eats all separately. Come in, Mahoney. I'm on the case. Cops! I'm out of here. It's karate time. Hiya! Sorry, Taco Berry. Eject! Look who dropped in. You're under arrest and underwater. Case closed. Where'd he go? I'll blast it. Police Academy. Crash Cycle, Mahoney, Jones, and other figures each sold separately. And we're back with more tainted action. <laughs> no, they don't know what we're talking. <laughs> they have no reference for this. They don't know. Taint my problem. <laughs> All right. We'll let me back. All right. Anyway, so the the Triceratops monster, the dinosaucer, <laughs> Triptera, Triceratred, the the dinosaucer. Dinosaurs! <laughs> it's coming towards Picard and Dathan, and Picard has taken the knife. He realizes what's happening a little bit. They're yeah. supposed to be working together. And, and that's just when he realizes how they speak. He's like, the, the line, like, the, he says it so great, he delivers it. He's like, by metaphor! He, like, like finally, like, Eureka! <laughs> you speak like, he by gets metaphor! It. Yeah. By metaphor! Like, he gets it, right? <laughs> and basically, Dathan wants to do a pincer attack. Yeah, pincer maneuver. Classic pincer maneuver. Pincer maneuver, undefeatable. Always use it. <laughs> Never been defeated except for the time it was, all those times it was. No, always won, Josh. <laughs> Never been defeated. Yeah, tell that to the Germans in Africa, dude. But uh, Worf up in the ship is like, he's picking up that there's a weird disturbance in the force. <laughs> Yeah, he says uh, that. He's like, it's near where the captain is, and it's yeah. closing in on them. So uh, the situation has become more dire. It's yeah, and Riker a, is done waiting. Yeah, there's imminent danger. He, he he doesn't know like, I mean, they don't know up on the Enterprise like where, uh, like why this monster is there. Like like, why would the the Tamarians beam their captain down if the monster was there? Is the monster a oh, part yeah. of the thing? You know, they don't know what's going on. So. They have no idea, so they want to get Picard out of there as fast as possible. And there's a great exchange where Riker's like, how long will it take, Jordy? And he's like, I don't know, two, three hours? And he's like, do it now! Yeah, and Jordy's like, <sighs> just like Jordy's like, uh, it's not gonna work, but I'll yeah. do it. And he's yeah. like, make it happen. He's like that right. boss. He's like, make it happen. Yep. Uh, so O'Brien's in on it. He's in this episode. He has like two lines, and they're yeah. yes, sir. Yeah. And then he turns around and he like fiddles with a thing, and then he says, "We're ready." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, cool. he touches the wall, and the, nothing yeah. on the wall changes. And he's like, all right, it's ready. <laughs> I guess I fix it. I, I don't know. But like, I don't know what I'm doing down here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, tri the Triceratops monster attacks Dathan and Picard, and uh, they start trying to stab it with their wee little knives. Yeah. Um, but they get electrocuted every time they stab it. Yeah, I, maybe a rubber knife? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like I don't know. Like what? What the fuck? What is this knife supposed to do, man? Like what? They the didn't, hell they didn't plan ahead very well for fighting this monster. Maybe use a rock. I don't like. I don't know. Like something that's not gonna conduct electricity as much. Like anything else like, besides a metal knife. The monster pretty much just starts disemboweling Dathan on the ground. Yeah. Well, it throws. We get a we get a sweet Star Trek shirt rip. We get. Oh like, yeah. Like, 
Like Which a throwback. Very Kirk. Very yes. arena getting the yes. shirt ripped. Although it's more like the um Kunit Kalafi on yeah. Vulcan. Yeah, it's more like a, a very samurai like goofy kung fu movie shirt rip oh, yeah. where it's like straight oh, across the chest. Close. Yeah, straight across, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like uh they finally get the transporter going, and it traps Picard where he can watch as the monster tears yeah. Dathan apart, but he can't do anything about it. Yeah, Dathan's getting janked up, dude. And they, like, fight with the transporter trying to get him to his, like, particles back on, but... It's great. He's yelling, he's like, no! No! Like, he's like, like stop! Like, to the Enterprise, yeah. right? Like, and it's like, really oh, heart-wrenching. We've only got part of him. We can't keep hold! Yeah. And yep. they finally have to send him back, and, like, the monster is left, and Dathan's just torn to fucking pieces, and yeah. Picard, like, holds on to him, and he says, Shaka! And yep. Picard says, When the walls fell. Yep. Yep, we fucked up. Fail. We failed. It's such a failure, like, pudding is coming out of his nose. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's gross. It is gross. You're supposed to be keeping your pudding inside, Dathan. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> the monster on, knocked David. my pudding out of me. Oh, my pudding's escaping. <laughs> oh, no, I wanted that pudding to be inside me. <laughs> my pudding sack. <laughs> he ruptured my pudding sack. My pudding sack. Chaka, when the pudding sack fell. And Picard's like, hmm, pudding. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns into a turkey with pudding inside. It. <laughs> Weird. But, like, the Temerians are, like, tired of them fucking messing with it. So they, like, they yeah. they turn the scattering field to 11. <laughs> yeah. So they can't yeah, do they're, shit. they're, like, sick of it. They're sick of it. And they're like, guys, fucking what the shit. So Riker's and like, we're going to have to fire on them. Yeah, we got to fight them. Is yeah. there any way that we can just knock the generator that's turning the scattering field on? Can we just yeah, knock it like out? like filling a balloon with too much air. Yeah, can we fill it with too much air and then fucking explode it without killing all of them? <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Jordy's like, I fucking guess. <laughs> He's still salty. <laughs> He's still like, ugh, fine. If you would've just waited two hours, my shit yeah, would've worked before. It. And they would've been fine. The captain would've probably been fine. Yeah, but Riker doesn't know. He's just like, fucking, I need my dad back! It's a good uh, lesson, and, like, uh, maybe you don't always have to do stuff to yeah. do the right thing, Maybe right? you should like trust maybe. in your captain. Yeah, be patient a little bit. Although... Me saying this is uh, ludicrous, because <laughs> I'm, like, the least patient person on Earth. Also, like, they literally know nothing that's happening right now. It's literally yeah. their captain has been kidnapped, and they can't right. get to him. That's all they know. Yeah, they're, like, not... They're not, like handling this their dad being no. away <laughs> i need my dad what are we gonna do if there's an emergency what are we, we left a hundred dollars on the table but we spent it on beer what are we gonna do for dinner tonight dad's <laughs> gone ice cream for dinner bitch <laughs> pudding for dinner i know just <laughs> where we can get some mm. Um, but they scan the planet and they find that Dathan's life signs are pretty low. Like, he's yeah. dying, but the Temerians do nothing. And they're yeah, like, they're what like, the fuck what is the happening? Fuck? Yeah, they're like, you guys are idiots, right? Because we're humans and we're like, what are you doing? Fix it, right? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Do it our way. What yeah, are you we, doing? This is the way you do it, right? Yeah. Back on the planet, Picard is like dragged Dathan off, and Dathan's like fucking super dying. Like you, every time he like cringes in his pain, you feel yeah. it. That's what happens when you get uh, f- fucked up by a fucking triceratops that has electricity for blood. <laughs> oh my god, what a nightmare monster. <laughs> it's horrible. You don't even um, see it, it's horrible. But, like, Picard slowly figures out through uh, Dathan, like, slowly sort of explaining parts of the story, like, Darmok right. on the ocean. Right. Like, Tanagra on yeah. the ocean. Like, Right, it's an island. We find out Darmok and Jalad, two legendary warriors, arrived yep. at an island separately, fought a monster, and became friends. They left the island together. That's a very familiar story to one that yep. we are going to know about. I, or I we love, already should. I love the way he says, like, Darmok and Jalad on the ocean. Right, like, it's like, yep. They did They're, it. They did it, yep. You're, and yeah, you're, you're beginning to, like, re, like read into the language. Like, okay, I get mm-hmm. how they speak. Because it's not just, like, the story. It's contextual, too. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, the inflection. It's yes. the context. Yes. Everything matters in their language. Yeah. And, like, Picard realizes that this whole thing was a recreation of Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. Yeah. And it was meant so that they would sail away together as friends. Right. And he says, you know, you tell everything by stories. And Dathan holds his hands out finally because Picard's been holding his hands out and saying, you know, like, right, uh, Timba, his arms wide, which means like, tell me more, I guess. Yeah, he wants more, right? Like, yeah. Give me, G- give, give, give me, me something. Yeah, give me something. Yeah. And so Dathan says it. He says, Timba is arms, his arms wide. Yeah, so he wants. Oh, you want story. me to tell you a story? Yeah, yeah. Picard tells the story. Of Gilgamesh and Enkidu. Enkidu. Yep. Which is, like, the first story, as far as we know. Yeah, it's, like, the, like, stories 101, right? Like, it's, it's like, like historically, Babylonian. It's, historically, it's the first story that was written down. Yeah, it, the, the only one that we know of that was, yeah. right? So It's yeah. the one that goes furthest back. Yeah. And, like, Dathan loves the story. Yeah. Because it's the same story. It's the same, it's, it's the same story, but it's also, also what's happening. Oh, yeah, because Enkidu dies. Because Enkidu dies, right? It's, this is where the episode is, like, amazing. And you're like, this is brilliant. (laughs) Like, this is brilliant. This is a fucking brilliant episode. Yeah, like, Dathan gives up his life. In the search of communication. Yep. He just want like, in order to create that connection for his people and our people, he sacrificed everything. Yeah. And Picard realizes They're just, realizes like, they're just like the Federation, right? Like, yeah. They're the same thing. Which makes sense, like, to, like, my theory or whatever, that, like, they're explorers, too. Like, they're, they're looking for stories, right? Like, why would you go through all this? For nothing, right? Like, there's got to be some kind of. They probably have like their own prime directive or whatever, oh, yeah. right? Like they they came out into space a hundred years ago in this right. area to try to understand the others that were out there and yeah. to try to find out, you know, what type of stories did they have? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how they got part of their language. Maybe that's why they know of yeah. 
Darmok and Jalad. Right. Yeah, um, maybe they maybe they heard it or maybe they liked it a lot. Who knows, right? Who knows? Uh, back on the Enterprise, our stupid heroes are about to open fire <laughs> on the Temerians. We're going to war! Yeah. And uh, they disable the scattering generator so they they can beam Captain Picard back aboard, but the Temerians are fucking pissed. And they yeah, start, they're not... They're not cool with it. They, like, cripple the warp drive of the Enterprise in one shot. Like, apparently, they're really powerful as well. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. And, like, the ship is about to be fucking obliterated by the Temerians, but Picard walks in and he just goes, Hail them! Yep. Yeah, he gets beamed back. Oh, the monster on the planet starts to attack him again. So, yeah. Dathan dies, right? Like, yeah. Drugs. Death rattles. Ah, pudding comes out of his face. Uh, Picard... Picard very tastefully and very, like, holding back as hard as he can does not eat any of the pudding. <laughs> Which is crazy. Cause Free fucking pudding, pudding dude? Come yeah, on. I'm eating pudding. I'm sorry. I, I'm not good enough to not eat that. No, I would pudding. eat Dathan's face pudding in a yeah. second. It looks good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the Temerians are fucking pissed. They're like... Milly Vanilli on stage. That's what they say <laughs> when they. And uh, what the fuck? I can't remember that's, what they said. So fuck it. <laughs> that's fucking the best reference of the of the entire show. <laughs> Milly Vanilli on stage. They're and, faking it. <laughs> and Picard like starts using their metaphors back at him, and they're all like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. He can speak. He can speak to us. Yeah, like yeah, he did it. And like they says, Tanagra, another guy on the ocean. And they like they beam his uh Dathan's journal onto their ship. Yeah, and like his, his Kniffy. The uh the new captain of the ship, I guess, he's not the first officer anymore. Yeah. Says Picard and Dathan at Eladrell. Yeah, it's like the new it's like a new thing, man. Mm-hmm. Picard, it's very important. Picard offers the knife, but the Temerian lets him keep it. He's, oh, that's right. He lets him have the knife. Uh, so, back in his ready room, Picard is reading some, like, Homer. He's reading some mythology. Yep, Homer. And he says, maybe Not if... Simpson. No. The, the less good Homer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> Depending on what season you're on, the less yeah, good Homer. I mean, now it might be better than the, that Homer. But, like, uh, he explains to Riker that, like, maybe if they can get more familiar with their own mythology, maybe that will help them figure out a way to understand the Temerians right. better. Which is, like, like, not even, like, that's, like, the fifth awesome lesson in the show, right? Like, there's so many things oh, happening yeah. in this episode, and, like... We get a little inner light at the end where he like does the little his little ritual that, that yeah uh, he does the three doing. fingers he touches the knife and touches yeah. into his forehead and he stares they, out into space yeah they go back to that which I like I think it's uh, appropriate and well oh, done yeah. that they go back to that like him playing the flute again right like it's it's really it's a it's, it's a good Picard moment the silent reflection of yeah. what's been lost is like the Picard moment in anything, I think. Right. Yeah, like, they could have been, they could have been friends even, right? Like, because they were, like, at the end, they were, they were pals, dude. They went through battle together. They were, like, they were connecting on a way that, like, 
people don't do usually. Oh yeah. And, and like to have Dathan die is like a loss for all of us, right? Mm. Like it Sockath, his eyes uncovered. <laughs> oh god. Homer at Moe's. Temba, his arms wide. <laughs> what is fucking- what was the one fuck where his their faces wet like the children's faces wet? Yeah, like they're crying or whatever. Yeah, because he's fucking dead. Because he's sad. Yeah, I, I don't remember all them all, but I don't remember either. But like this, this episode is a masterpiece. This episode is great. It might be the best episode we'll ever talk about. I don't know, man. This is so good. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh god, this is good. It's like the inner light, but the inner light takes something out of me a little more, I think. If I had to, like, uh, what's the word? If I had to compare them. Oh, yeah. Like, the way I always compare them is, like, this episode is more in the universe of Star Trek. Yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah. is the episode I would suggest to somebody who wanted to know what Star Trek was all about. Right. And the inner light is what I would suggest to somebody when they wanted to see how far the boundaries of Star Trek could be pushed right. in the world of Star Trek in order to tell an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I don't know. I I can't... If you didn't watch this episode, uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, what the go, fuck is wrong with you? Turn this shit off. Go fucking watch it. It's great. I don't I don't know what else to say about it. I don't know. It's It is Star Trek. Yep. In a way that, like, very few episodes of Star Trek capture everything it means to be an episode of Star Trek. Yeah. Like, there are characters learning lessons in this episode. There are characters giving their lives for betterment of their people. There, There is, like, gaining understanding of those that we think are our enemies to begin with. Yep. It's everything. It's every like hallmark of Star Trek in one perfectly written story. <laughs> like it's crazy, right? Like it's wild that this guy wrote masks. <laughs> so I just I don't know if you're looking at the same thing I am probably, but apparently Rick Berman hated this episode. Well, Rick Berman's a fucking idiot. No wonder he hated this. No, he episode. hated the premise. He didn't like the premise, but like he liked the episode uh, apparently. Yeah, but he didn't like the premise to begin with. But it's like, what a fucking amazing like like we did Arena and like like what a great homage to Arena, but what a fucking perfect turn it on its head. Oh like, yeah, it's like the complete it's turnaround of it, but it yeah. works perfectly in the same it's way. Incredible. It's genius, it, and like, I, I'm glad we did Arena, and then we did this because I I never really realized it like how much how similar they are, and how much this episode of TNG like really shows like the evolution of Star Trek uh, up to this point, right? Like now, Star Trek is like really hitting a stride where you're like, okay, oh yeah, like, this Star is like Trek a legitimate its... storytelling. Yeah, yeah, Star Trek has its core at this point, and yeah. it's solid, and it's perfectly capable of supporting yeah any type of story at this in a way that previously like stories that had a bit of shaky ground are now like concrete solid yep if you yep. put them in that core yeah 
Uh, a not so fun fact of the week for you. Oh boy! Is Doctor Who writer and later executive producer Russell T Davies okay. uh, read the um, advertising blurb for the episode? Okay. And never watched it on purpose because he loved the idea so much he didn't want it to be sullied by the episode, which means he completely <laughs> fucked it. <laughs> because the episode is better than the idea by far. <laughs> yeah. The idea is great, but it's yeah. not that great. It's the the episode everything makes it. It's like one of those things in, in anything in art and it, where it just it comes together and you're like, this is fucking perfect. Like, like I read that and I was like, man, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's people, man. That's fucking people, dude. If and he was, if if Twitter was around back then, he'd be one of those people. I don't like it. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't want to watch it, but I'm gonna rip it off for an episode of Doctor Who later. What did he rip off though? What, what episode was it? Uh, apparently, let's see. Oh God, <laughs> Midnight. Which one's that one? It's a Doctor Who episode called Midnight. What season is it from? I don't know. I'm looking it up. It's uh, the 10th episode of Series 4 of Doctor Who. It's got the 10th Doctor. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I don't remember this, but... The 10th Doctor and Donna Noble go to the leisure planet of Midnight for a simple relaxing holiday. Oh, it's Doctor However, However, life with the Doctor can never be that simple, and things go horribly wrong for the Doctor when he decides to go off on a bus trip to see the Sapphire Waterfall, starting with the bus shutting down. When a mysterious <laughs> entity infiltrates the shuttle bus, no one is to be trusted, not even the Doctor himself. That sounds dumb. That doesn't sound like this episode at all. That well, of course it's not this episode, because he didn't watch it. <laughs> Uh, Billy Piper isn't it at this point? I love her. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, she's Billy great. Piper. Uh, uh. Oh my god. Uh, uh. Right, we gotta go, everybody. <laughs> you know what? If you haven't watched Darmok, you're dumb. For one. Uh, for two, go watch it because it is literally the best episode of Star Trek ever. Yeah, I don't think we need to really say anymore. This episode rules. Um, it's we, it's we, awesome. We do need to tell people that uh, if you're not a patron of M Class Podcast, you're missing out, you great big dummy. You idiot! What are you doing? <laughs> For as little as one dollar a month, you could be part of our patron exclusive Discord channel, where all the cool shit that goes on in our emails episode is happening behind the scenes. There's some pretty fucking funny people in that Discord, oh, yeah. man. They're like our fan base is full of genuinely really cool people, yeah. which is crazy to me since fan bases usually suck. <laughs> but He's ours right. is actually really cool. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> um that's like one buck a month, and then for like a couple bucks more, like you also get like wallpapers, free wallpapers made out of all the episode art for M Class. We also did a stream recently where we played Star Trek 
game and then we played other games? Yeah, we played like 20 minutes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine Corridors of Time for it Sega felt Genesis. Like four hours. Uh, that's not a good game, everybody. It, it felt like we're still playing it. <laughs> Part of my soul is forever trapped in that fucking cartridge. Yeah, it it, well, it wasn't it wasn't a good game. I'll and, say that. And then we played Streets of Rage and then yeah. Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon, which is great. Great game. They were uh, and that was a lot more fun. And everybody had a good time or else I told myself they did. One or the other. I'm going to pretend like they had the best time of their <laughs> lives. Cuz we I thought it was fun. We're good. Yeah, I had the best time of my life, so why didn't they have fun? Yeah, it's their fault if it wasn't fun. Uh, for just a couple more bucks a month, you could get M-Class email a week early every time it comes out. You get Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, a podcast about any other topic besides Star Trek. Yeah, sometimes which, it's about uh, skipping school like cool dudes. Fuck yeah. And sometimes it's about other things we talk about, like, I don't know, Longmire. <laughs> sometimes it's about Star Trek, even though it's not supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, we go off the rails. It could really be about anything at any point. That's the point. It's about anything. Of course, mm -hmm. higher tiers get you more stuff, get you all kinds of cool shit. I'll come over to your house and pants you. Uh, Patreon.com slash podcast. I'll be your stepdad. <laughs> well, at least for a night. Go to sleep! Go to sleep. Me and your mom gotta make fun times together. We're gonna make another you. <laughs> Except better this time, and it's gonna replace you. <laughs> Stop packing your bags, kid. Uh, so become Daddy's a patron home. today. <laughs> become a patron today, and Josh will be your dad. Yep. That's how uh, it works. You can also shoot us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com. Be on our program, mclassemail, with us. We'll, we'll answer your questions, talk to your fake characters, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> That's pretty much it, yeah. And uh, we got a Twitter as well. It's at mclasspodcast for all the updates and secrets and behind-the-scenes whatever. Yeah, fuck yeah. Follow it. Go to our t Twitters, too. What's yours, Jeff? It is at underscore Jeff Pennington. You still haven't killed that other guy, huh? No. I did ask him if I could have his Twitter, but he never responded. So I'm going to guess no. He doesn't. He's not even on it anymore, I don't think. He hasn't tweeted in, like, three years. He tweeted, a like, a non-sequitur the other day. That was What's just like, had a great time with George. Way to go, George. You and made the tweet like, wall. I was like, well, um, I'm glad you're still using this name, you asshole. Fuck that guy. I hate that Jeff Pennington. He's a good guy from everything I've seen about him. He's a great guy. Not better than me. <laughs> well, I mean, who is? He's fucking, he thinks he's better than me? No he way. He thinks he's better than me? No fucking way, motherfucker. You, you ain't better than me. <laughs> But uh, follow us on Twitter. Josh, what's your Twitter name? My Twitter is at Henderson1983, which is the year I was born. God, you old. I'm an old-ass man, dude. dude my you birthday look good for your is age. in nine minutes. I'm turning my birthday in nine minutes. Yeah, happy birthday, Josh. Well, it won't be my birthday in nine minutes when they're listening to it. It'll be uh, it'll six have, yesterdays ago. Yeah, birthday. it'll have been... His birthday for quite a while at that point. Well, I'm a white chick now, so my birthday's all month. <laughs> His birthday started on the first, 
Yep. Ends on it the ends 30th. when he says it ends. <laughs> it ends when I'm sick of you fucks. Uh, so Get thanks out of for my tuning face. In. <laughs> Get out of Josh's face. Thanks for tuning in. I love you. We'll be back in one month with more M class. Bye bye. One month? Uh, one week with more <laughs> M class. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm mentally ill.